Welcome back to Not Your Normal. I'm one of your co-hosts, Jordan. And I'm your co-host, Maddie. And this week we have another special guest. We are joined by a very special artist, Apollo Nash. Hey, what's going on? (laughs) Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for inviting me. (laughs) We are really excited to get to know you and learn about your music and yeah. Awesome. (laughs) Okay, so start off by telling us a little bit about yourself. How old are you? Where do you live? I'm like, what's your social security number? (laughs) (laughs) Trying to get my COVID refund check, I see. All right. Um, So yeah, I mean, I'm I'm Greg. I'm 31 years old. I'm currently in Somerset, New Jersey. I'm originally from Brooklyn, New York. Um, I've been producing music for the last, God, I think eight, nine years now. Wow. Um, yeah, it's been it's been a long time, and um, I actually only haven't really started releasing music until I think late 2017. Mm-hmm. So it's I'm still fairly new to, I guess, the business and everything. But I've been kind of on and off with like learning production and stuff since like when I was like 22, 23. So it's been a while. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah. What are um, some of your hobbies outside of making music? Um, so I'm like a pretty big nerd. So I usually like to play like a lot of video games. Like right now I'm playing Apex Legends a lot. Um, I watch a lot of movies, Netflix and, and Hulu has been my jam for the last couple months because of <laughs> lockdown and stuff. So I've been just been catching up on shows and movies that I missed out on. Like power is like my obsession right now. Um, um, and other than that, I just like to, you know, I work out every now and again. Um, I used to take dance lessons I used to like learn salsa and like other Latin dances and stuff too so I was doing that for a little bit which was fun for a while and um unfortunately I had to stop because of COVID stuff so yeah dang I love that that's pretty cool (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's 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 kind of a random hobby when I tell people that because it's like wait really like why but I mean I figured it'd be cool just to kind of like learn some sort of like structured dance you know outside of like you know grinding at a club or something you know <laughs> for real where are you from <laughs> you guys are i'm sorry where are you from um so originally i i'm from brooklyn new york i was born and raised there and then i think when i was like 12 13 i moved out to new jersey and i've pretty much been living here out ever since that's pretty cool very different from us where are you guys from phoenix arizona oh wow that's far from me yeah literally yeah. other <laughs> ends of the country I'm originally <laughs> from California, but I live in Phoenix now. Okay, what part? Um, Ventura. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't know where that is, though. Where is that? Southern, near like LA, Santa Barbara, Calabasas, all that. Okay, cool. That's awesome. Jazz. Yeah. All right, awesome. <laughs> so when did you, like, what kind of got you into making music? Um. So... When I started working full-time, I had a friend that worked in like the IT department. Uh, we were kind of like, we kind of met accidentally. Um, so like, I think one day he was like talking about like, you know, some FL Studio DAW thing. And I was like, wait, I know what that is. So we started like talking about like producing and stuff. And he was kind of the person that kind of um, uh, got me into like actually start, to actually start producing. And then um, I was kind of on and off for a little while because um, around the same time I discovered festivals. So I started just to go to those like almost every summer. 
Um, <laughs> and we actually went to our first, we actually went to uh, EVC New York in 2013 together. And wow. we went to Electric Zoo together as well. And we've been going to festivals for years, but in between then I was like, just every now and again, I would just like, you know, start learning producing for a little bit and get my practice in. Um, but it wasn't really until like 2015 when I started to take it a little bit more serious. Um, I had a, um, I had one of my, my ex-girlfriend at the time, she was like, she heard some of the music that I was like kind of making on the side. And she was like, you should, you should actually do this. Like, this is awesome. And I was like, I don't know. Like I'm been kind of busy with going to festivals and partying and stuff. So I don't know if I had the time, but um, around the same time I saw uh, like a Facebook post from these two producers that I really liked at the time. It was Declan James and Lasai. Um, they kind of rebranded as Parallels and I, they're on Juno Beats now. So um, they posted like some sort of like a production masterclass. And I was like, hmm, okay. So I guess I could give that a shot. I like their music a lot. Maybe they can teach me something. So F it, let's do it. And I also said to myself, all right, so if I can't get anything signed or released or something after like a year, I'm just going to quit. I'm going to forget about it and just continue doing whatever I was doing before. So I did that class for about uh, three months, met a lot of friends there, actually friends that I still talk to to this day. Um, and then when, once the class was finished, uh, me and my other, me and my, one of the other guys that I met in that class was like, yo, we should work on a song together. I was like, okay, cool, whatever. So we did that for about two or three months. Um, he pretty much just carried me for like most of the song anyway, cause he had like way more experience than me. He's already like released on like bigger labels too. So I was like, all right, well, you just take, you just take over for the most part. Um, so eventually the song was finished. He sent it to like an A&R that he was familiar with at the time. And um, eventually they liked it, they signed it and the rest was pretty much history. Nice. What a story. Pretty cool. Yeah, it's it's been a while, but I think um, I had a lot of fun since then. Do you think that music has changed you since you started DJing? Um, yes. So I think if if anything, I think raving kind of changed me because even when I was younger, I will I was always considered to be like, you know, super serious, always grumpy. I never smiled. I was like the sourpuss of the family because um, I was always just like I never really smiled at all but um, I think with with raving and just being in like the scene all together I think just being around so many positive people and just being around music that's like super uplifting and just having a blast all the time it's like you can't really be mad about that you can't ever be grumpy about that sort of stuff so I think after you know being a part of that and kind of like meeting so many cool people and just kind of it kind of changes your outlook on life. And um, I think I've become a bit more of a happier, more positive, you know, happy-go-lucky person. Well, maybe not happy-go-lucky, but I think <laughs> compared to myself when I was like, you know, 15 or 16, I'm definitely um, a bit more positive about things than For sure. before. Yeah. yeah. I 100% agree that festivals do that to me. Yeah. I also feel like so much more thankful for like every song. Like, do you ever think about that? Or like, like the thought that comes with every single beat of the song yeah like when dead mouse plays i like cry a little bit <laughs> it's you it's know? funny because like dead mouse was like one of the first guys that i've like discovered when i got into like edm as a whole um it was him and cascade like i remember that was like the first one and then after that was it was moved for me like those two records was like 
Oh, like, okay, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. They need to collab again for sure. Yes, yes they do. Those guys are like absolute legends. Oh, dude, if they had a back to back, I would literally <gasps> go to. I would go to Mars for that. Can we manage <laughs> that? <laughs> that would be incredible. Have they ever gone back to back or no? I've never heard of it. I don't think so. That, that needs to happen. That would be Once so festivals great. open up again, they, they, they need to do that. Gosh, fingers um, crossed. Imagine if they toured together. Oh my God, stop. <laughs> they did like a full on like seven CD tour of just them playing like all their classic songs. If somehow this happens and they hear this, we want credit and we need VIP tickets to the show. <laughs> I will learn videography. First, yeah, <laughs> we, we said it first. We spoke it into the universe. We put it into the universe. It needs to happen now. Right? Oh my God. When did you start like going to raves and festivals? Um, so it, So my first unofficial rave was actually in 2012. So I went to this like 24, no, 36 hour fundraiser for my college Rutgers, where we had to stay up for 36 hours straight and we had to be on our feet the entire time. It was supposed to be for raising money for kids with cancer and stuff, like the, uh, like a dance marathon. Um, so around like 1230 or midnight, right? They usually do this like big rave where they just get a bunch of DJs and they just like play electronic music and I was always familiar with the music before, but that was the first time I've ever like heard it in like a live setting. And at that point I was like, okay, I need to start, I need to go to like these festivals like ASAP. So the next year was EDC New York with my friend um, from work. And, you know, after that, I was just completely hooked. Like every single year I tried to at least go to one or two festivals and, you know, it's always been, and since like EDC and like Izu were like literally like right across the river for me. Um, I would just go there like every single year. Um, and I've been going to like festivals and stuff ever since. So I feel like that's everyone. Like you go to one and then you're hooked. You're like, all right, it's like, when's the next? <laughs> yeah. it's, it's kind of become tradition for me at this point, you know? And then now I like go to go to like random nightclubs in the city and that sort of thing. But yeah. So like, what is it like performing in like front of a crowd? Like, what is it like being on the opposite end? Um, so I'm still like kind of shy and a little bit introverted. So whenever I'm in front of people, especially like, I, like everyone's like eyes are on me. It's like the most nerve wracking thing. Um, because it's like, everyone's like staring at you and looking and see like what you're doing. Um, but after a while you kind of like get over it and it's usually like a blast. Like I remember the first two shows that I played in New York, they were both bowl parties and you know, it's like, you usually have like your little table with a bunch of like the decks and stuff and then you have like a crowd of people like on the opposite side of it and they're so close to you most of the time they're like literally like this like right in front of your face so you can literally like reach out and like shake someone's hand like while you're <laughs> and sometimes at, at first it's a little nerve-wracking like i mentioned before but after a while you kind of get into like your group of things you kind of like feed off the crowd's energies and stuff so um and normally when i'm like in the crowd i'm usually going crazy anyway just like jumping around and dancing so um, after a while, like once the nerves kind of go away and maybe after like one or two drinks, it's like, it's, I'm pretty much the same way. For um, real. Going crazy and just going nuts. And sometimes I have to like control my hand because sometimes I might like slap the power button <laughs> on, the, on the decks and I might like stop the music by accident. But I've, I've, I fixed that. So we're should be good now. 
Oh my God. You're like speaking from personal experience. <laughs> it happened. That's, that's what happened. Like the first, oh my God. The, the first show I played, it was with, um, I went, I went back to back with this other duo from Connecticut. We were opening for Super 8 and Tab. And um, there was at one point I was like going crazy. I was playing like this one song from Orji Nielsen or something. And I was going nuts. Um, and then at some point, like I, my hands were like doing like this. And at some point, like my hand came down and like slapped the power button. Uh, and it just stopped for like five seconds and so if someone realized what was going on so we just like pressed it really quick and I was like oh shit I'm so sorry <laughs> <laughs> well I guess but that they... just shows how good your music is right there we'll just oh, jam your, your words not mine but thank you <laughs> you're right here first guys right yeah, <laughs> tell us about your fan name Nationals. how'd you <laughs> um all right so that. every every band that I like to follow like above beyond and seven lines and they always have some sort of like cool fan name that goes with it right like so above beyond they have like the Injuna family um seven lines have codex now um Zed's dead they have like Zed's dead family like the elenial have the elenials right so <laughs> I figured it would be something cool to just kind of unify everybody under like one umbrella and um I remember like one time someone just randomly like called me an astronaut because of the whole like Apollo Nash thing and my whole brand is like spacey, sort of like synth wavy stuff. So I was like, I don't want to call you guys astronauts though. That's kind of lame. So let me just think of something. So one day I was like making a post on like New Year's. I was like, hey guys, like, do you guys want me to call you guys like astronauts or astronauts? Like, what do you guys think? And then like everyone was like, yeah, astronauts, let's go with astronauts. Yeah. I was like, okay, okay, let's do it. <laughs> and it's funny because like even now, like when I'm in like, Twitch or something like watching somebody stream or if I'm like playing on like a Twitch stream or something, I'll see like one person randomly just like tag me. He's like, yeah, yeah, Nash, Nash or not, let's go. And I was like, oh snap, I see you. I was like, all right. So it's been fun. It's been fun to kind of just to have that fan name just be running around, so. Yeah, and then given everything going on in the past year, you haven't really been too able to perform, but you've done some live streams, yeah? Yeah. How are I mean, those? They are um, <laughs> interesting. You're like, they're not shows. <laughs> I mean, the, like the introverted side of me is enjoying them because I could just be at home by myself and just like stream and then like, all I have to read is like a Twitch chat, you know what I mean? That's so um, true. Obviously, they're not the same as like playing live in front of people, but I mean, you, you make the best of it and they're still enjoyable. You know, I'm, uh, I've done some couple streams for a couple local transpams like i did one for uh the local and junior family for new york i've done one for for la or transpamily la that was actually my favorite one because that was on my birthday that's when i turned 31 and um i did one there was another one that we did um we did one for the, the guys in dubai that one was interesting because Ooh. we all had to wake up super early because they're i think i think seven or eight hours ahead of us and um, the first set of them was in was like eight o'clock in the morning. So the, the so as soon as one of the other guys that was playing, as soon as he woke up, he just went straight to his room, set up his decks and started playing. And it, it, it was it was fun because me and my friend Pablo Artigas, like we went back to back and just played all of our songs. And um, that was awesome to experience. I was also on the same day as uh, ABGT 300. So like right after this right after the stream we just sat on the couch and like watched the stream so, <laughs> that's like honestly pretty cool yeah it was like a little pre-party for us you know that's i really felt cool. bad though because one of the other guys that was playing they're they're based in denver so they're also mountain time 
and one of them they actually they work 12 they work at amazon so they had like a 12 hour shift so as soon as his shift is over he literally went home set up his stream and just started playing he's running off of like zero sleep at this point and he just like played an hour killed it and then as soon as he was done he just went straight to bed and just fell asleep <laughs> dedication yeah but i mean overall like most of the stream like twitch streams have been really fun um it's something that i i feel like i've been trying to do for a while because i always feel like um it was something that i feel like most artists should be doing in terms of you know getting a fan base and engaging and you know having some content out there for people to see um of course they're not the same as like playing out live but you know if you can throw your own concert at your house with you know zero to nothing then why not you know for real that's a pretty yeah. good way to look at it i didn't even think about it that way yeah <laughs> so how do you get in like your headspace to create music or what do, what is your process like um so my my usual routine right now is you know around like eight o'clock nine o'clock at night i just open up ableton and just start jamming because i work at like a very like i'm a software engineer so like from wow. nine to like five or six you know it's all just you know, for you <laughs> thank you um from like nine to five is just logical stuff all day and you know you want to just step away from that so for me you know every night i just open up ableton and just start just start jamming away because that's kind of like my way of just releasing and just kind of decompressing from like a long day at work yeah what a great good what a great way i feel that i'm a technical recruiter so i know what you do i understand so yes this is my after our release oh, awesome. <laughs> i know wait nothing. so is that is that why you guys started the podcast or just to kind of have an outlet to just kind of relax um, and, and talk about stuff so we randomly met at a festival and instantly became like best friends and had all of these plans to go to all of these new festivals mm -hmm. in 2020 and we were like all right like we should just talk about our content and we just have like so many random stories and shit that has happened to us Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's kind of just why we want to start with it. I also awesome. can't afford therapy, so <laughs> this really does the trick for like what, like this is yeah. the best I can do. It's working therapy, yeah. out. <laughs> <laughs> the it's yeah, it's pretty fun, honestly. Wait, which festival you guys meet at? We met at Base Rush in Arizona. Base Ooh, Rush okay. 2018, 19, yes, 18. Who was playing? Now. I'm curious. Space Jesus, um, <laughs> Midnight <laughs> Tea, Zed's Dead. Well, I don't fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> but it was pretty cool. We ended up in VIP, which was nice. And then oh, we awesome. just have uh, been to every single show since. So that's fucking awesome, man. Have you ever been to any shows like outside of like your area? Um. Oh yeah, you went. To, oh no, you went to EDC New York. Have you ever been to like? So the one festival that I've been to outside of New York was there was one called Counterpoint in Atlanta in 2014. That was like the first time I've ever like traveled outside of the like the tri-state area. That was a camp. I think it, I think they replaced it with Imagine now. I don't know if it's the same people or not, but they still had like the same concept of like camping and uh, camping for like what two three days. Um, it was actually multi-genre too. So. Um, they had, you know, J. Cole playing, they had Outkast playing, they had oh, that's um, cool. 
Yeah, they had uh, I think Base Sector was playing there too. Uh, Above Me On played there too. Hero Bust. It was like it was like all over the place. Wow. But, yeah, that's yeah. Loki. A sick <laughs> lineup. So <laughs> yeah. Like, I think that was. I want to go. Oh yeah, I mean, and I think that was like the 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 first time that Outcast played in like I guess what 10, 15 years. So that was like their like their little like reunion show mm-hmm. outside of like Coachella. So. Dang. That's yeah. pretty cool. I mean, well, I mean, if you're ever going to Electric Zoo again, hopefully we'll see you because that's a goal of ours. I go there every year. So. Oh, um, do I, you? Yeah. I've never even been on a plane, so we'll see how that goes. Wait, really? Like you never step foot outside of, like you never been on a plane? Period. I've been on like a two-person plane for like an hour, but like I, I'm so fucking scared to sit on a plane and go all the way to New York. <laughs> we're supposed to go to Abu Dhabi in April. <laughs> we'll see. This April? Yeah. <laughs> so probably not. Are you sure? So I was gonna not. say, like, are you guys sure that's still happening? It's literally less than a hundred days. I think they should just come out and say that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think Corona's gonna let that happen. Corona's yeah. gonna be like, nah. Okay. Anyways, let's get back <laughs> into the interview questions before I cry. <laughs> it's okay go <laughs> um tell us about your latest release orion station oh okay um so that one was interesting because i just like i think that september um i put out another song called back to the future which was supposed to be kind of like a same like 80s inspired synthwave sort of song and um it apparently did very well amongst like the fans like a lot of people who really liked it they liked uh, I think uh, one of my other friends, uh, Nora, she played it in a set for um, in Junior Beats Worldwide and as an ID. And apparently, like the whole Twitch chat was going crazy when you know if, if someone played it. So, um, so I was pretty happy with that. So I was like, you know what? Let me try to make something similar to that again. Um, and most of my other records are, you know, very festival, big room oriented. And I was like, you know what? Let me try to make something a little slower and a little bit less energetic all the while still trying to like kind of keep the same like 80s sort of synth wave sci-fi sort of theme that I was going with so um I kind of I, I started it sometime in July and I was like kind of jamming and kind of you know coming up with some stuff um and then I think I was on this website called Splice where you could kind of like get samples and different synths and stuff and I came across this one pack that had like a bunch of like movie lines and stuff. And I liked the lines that they were saying. So I was like, you know, let me try to like flip this and make this kind of like weird and alien like. And um, I kind of messed around with that. And then that's kind of how I came up with like the breakdown of like, you know, this alien kind of person sort of like talking to you through like, you know, going on a station and kind of like going to this one place that you've never been before and you never know what's on the other side. So um, that kind of, that theme was more so kind of carried throughout the whole track. And um, one thing left to do, I was finished. And um, again, I sent my friend Nora, she heard it. She's like, I want to play it. Um, she played it at uh, Gabriel and Dresden's Club Quarantine 150 stream a couple weeks ago. Again, the whole chat went nuts. And Aww, um, good. yeah, it was history. Yeah, we were just jamming to it literally right <laughs> before we uh, called you. Or, oh, nice. yeah. Did- you guys like it? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Have you ever heard of Kavinsky? Yes. 
It's very yes. 80s like horror movie. Yeah, he's he's awesome. Yeah, I was gonna say I think you'd like him. That's pretty cool. But yeah, we we were jamming literally right before this. Yeah, we like to have like little jam sessions before we record. So we mm-hmm. we were like, let's let's jam before our guest. <laughs> oh, sick. Okay, let's get into the juicy fucking questions. Are you ready? I think so. so. (laughs) Okay. As a Black DJ, how important is it to you to be represented? Um, So I think I've been lucky enough to have, you know, a lot of friends who, you know, who come from different backgrounds and you know i've been lucky enough to be exposed to music out even outside of dance music right to like from like different backgrounds and different people and i always feel like you know the music and the artists that are represented should be as diverse as you know the culture that um kind of like supports them and they kind of like play perform and play them right i don't really think it benefits anybody to just cater to just one demographic of people when you know, the people that attend your shows and, you know, are a huge part of your community aren't all just a part of that one demographic. They're all from different backgrounds and stuff. So I always feel like, you know, even in festival lineups, like I think, you know, you should do your best to cater and appease to as many, as, as wide of an audience as possible. Agreed. You know. Yeah. Snaps. Yeah. <laughs> no, honestly. Yeah. So how do you think we can continue to support Black creators? Um, you know, I don't think a lot of us require like any special treatment or like a handout or anything like that. We just want the same opportunities and, you know, the same sort of hype that, you know, some of our other fellow artists um, are receiving, you know? So if anything, you know, if you like the song, if you or if you come across one of our our music and you really like it and you genuinely like support it, then, you know, share it, go to the shows, check out the Twitch streams or the live streams, you know, if they have merch, buy merch, you know, do whatever you are doing for every other artist that's out there, you know, because again, like we don't really need, we don't want like a, any sort of special treatment or like a special handout or anything like that. We just want to be treated the same way as everyone else, you know, music is music is at the end of the, at the, end of the day, so. I agree for sure. Yeah. So like, what improvements would you like to see in the community? Um, well, I think this year, since we haven't really been able to go to like festivals and stuff, I think a lot of us have been on like social media and like Twitter and Facebook and stuff. And I think the one thing that I feel a lot of people need to work on is just showing respect for each other you know, not trying to get some wild hot take just to insult somebody else, you know what I mean? Or just like, like you know, go viral on on Twitter or whatever. I feel some people have been like really disrespectful in terms of like how they speak to each other. And, you know, I guess to also artists too, because, you know, with social media, they feel like, you know, they have direct access to like the artists and stuff they can just do and say whatever they want. And I don't really think that's the case. Or I don't think it really should be the case. Um, so yeah, just just to be able to just have respect for just your fellow person, you know, um, and just be open to communicating, like having healthy communication and dialogue amongst each other, you know. I always see um, the thing online where you know 
you know, white girls, they want to go and wear, wear box braids in their hair. And then when, you know, someone that's like, you know, African descent or even like Latino descent, they'll say, hey, you shouldn't do that because that's a protective hairstyle. And, you know, that's not something that you should just be rocking just because, you know, instead of maybe, instead of like cursing them out and say, no, F you, like, stop hating on me, da, 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 da. Like maybe take the time out to just listen and just ask questions and think like, hey, why should I not do that? You know, and it, I think things will be much better online as well as like in, in real life too, so. I couldn't agree more. People yeah, have so to learn to like not invalidate other people's feelings. Like people are going to feel a certain way. Let them feel and they are entitled to that. You're not allowed to tell people any type of way, especially with cultural appropriation. It just doesn't work out that way. Yeah, you really can't tell people how to feel about some, certain things like that. You know what I mean? I think the best way is just to really just take the time out to listen and not, like you said, invalidate their feelings, you know? Cause I think at, and when you do that, you just create a lot of hostility and a lot, and, and like you just, you just encounter a lot more problems than and you end up creating more problems than necessary, you know? percent. Which I think is probably why we're dealing with a lot of um, the conflict that we're dealing with right now. You know, people are just not spending the time to listen. They, they're acting first instead of just taking a step back and just listening to what people are saying and then, you know, processing what they just heard and make, taking a serious next step. Hopefully 2021, people will learn that lesson. <laughs> are there any Black DJs that inspire you? You know, um, I don't think I've had the opportunity to, you know, discover a lot of some of the older guard in terms of like the legends and you know who's been out here so like i haven't had a chance to ever like see guys like green velvet play live i never had a chance to see carl cox play live but Man, me neither. just having the chance to just just to see them still on festival lineups and keeping their relevancy has been awesome to see um but in terms of like my contemporaries like i i definitely always go to guys like mike st jules who's based in new york who's like a huge trans producer that's here and He's been he's been everywhere um, for, for like a very long time, and he just did a remix for Gabriel and Dresden just now on Juno Beats, so I'm super happy about that. Um, guys like Don Caventi, he's I think he's based in San Francisco, but he's been one of the main guys on Enhanced for like Enhanced Records, was like another trans label um, for a couple of years now. He kind of fell off. He's not like really producing much anymore, but during that like two or three run that he was on he was like incredible and he kind of like inspired me to kind of get into producing trance and progressive music so um even because even even though he's not actively producing right now like just going back and listening to his older stuff has always been super inspiring um and there's this duo out based in denver now by the name of highland um i had a chance to work with them um, in the beginning of 2019. And we were actually in the same master production masterclass that I mentioned earlier. So just to kind of see them rise in this, in, the, in their, in their production skills and their popularity has been super awesome to see. Um, seeing them kind of land the Advent EP with, on, I think it's on Ophelia, the Seven Lions label. Um, they had a song with Roxanne Emery and Luke Anders. So just to see them kind of land that was an awesome um yeah, who else I'm trying to think um 
and there's this one guy by the name of Kevin, Kevin Saunderson. He's like an old techno legend. He was part of like the Bellevue Three with uh, Derek May and uh, Jeff Mills, and he's still actively actively producing and making music and DJing. And I think his sons also um, DJ and produce under like the Saunderson brothers. And you know, what, listening to them is awesome. So um, I think it's really fucking cool that you're like beyond music with these djs like you know about them and that's so cool yeah i mean i i um i get passionate about this stuff and if i'm passionate about something i just try to i just dive in as, as much as i can um, yeah i've been I lucky feel. enough to call some of these guys my friends too so i just usually just reach out and just say hey like i love your stuff like keep doing what you're doing and you know some of these guys are just like regular, regular people so like it just turns into like a like a back and forth conversation and eventually we just start opening up and um, you just become friends at that point, but yeah. But other than that, you know, I, I again, like, I just try to be as passionate as I possibly can, and I try to dive in as much as I can. So I'm trying to do better at learning more about artists. Like, I'm so genuinely curious now. So mm-hmm. I'm making a like Black artist in EDM playlist for Black History Month, and okay. so I just love that. Like, Spotify has like the little bio, and then I just start diving from there. <laughs> Yeah, that's a great way doing, to start they've been doing a better job with that before i, I yeah. don't think spotify has been really highlighting too many of them but i think spotify's uh, fucking after killing like it lately June, july yeah they've been they've been killing yeah. it they've been killing it Definitely um, a there's better. a jersey club club uh spotify playlist on there that's like really cool i, I forget the name um but i think uh unique this is one cl- uh jersey club dj out out here called um unique she um She's like the Jersey Club queen. I think she has a few oh, playlists on there that are really dope. So, oh, I'll check yeah. it out. Oh my god, I want to be her. I don't <laughs> even know her. Okay, do you have any like piece of advice that you would pass on to anyone getting into music? Um, I have a few. So I think with music, it's a very emotional based medium right so I think with anything like when you're creating stuff it you're putting yourself in the pieces that you're writing right so at times it can get very difficult to kind of separate yourself from the stuff that you're making um, and especially when you're trying to make decisions in terms of like how you're going to advance your career you know what I mean well first of all you should probably you know, establish what it is you're trying to get out of this, right? Like if you're just someone that's trying to like, just be creative for the sake of being creative and just making stuff for yourself, then, you know, that's one thing. But if you're someone that's trying like actively trying to make this into something where you can like do this long-term, trying to like play shows, you're trying to like tour and get into like the actual business side of things. I think if you kind of figure that stuff out early and you kind of go back and kind of reassess a lot of those things, consistently it makes a lot of your future decision making a little bit easier because it kind of puts things into perspective so you're not going to be willing to make you know go into this direction because you know deep down like okay well i'm really here to do this and this sort of outlet or this sort of avenue is not going to get me to that point so i won't do that um so definitely establish your goals initially before you kind of get yourself started um and again, going back to kind of separating yourself from, you know, the music that you're making, I think 
at times it can be very difficult to receive kind of like negative feedback from people. I mean, you definitely should get feedback because that's, that's like literally the only way you can kind of like improve. Um, but sometimes because you kind of attach yourself to the stuff that, to the, the music that you're making, it can be very difficult to not take things personally. Like if I'm saying, if I ever like give, give feedback to somebody, like say, well, fix this, this hook is not right. This is not mixed right, try again. You know, some people might say, okay, cool. Thank you for the feedback, I'll take that into consideration. Other people would just be like, you're hating on me. Like, what are you <laughs> talking about? Like, F you, like all this other stuff. And it's like, okay, bro, chill. Like, it's not that, <laughs> it's not that serious. But again, not like- Not that deep. That's really not that deep. I'm just trying to help you out, you know? But, but this kind of goes back to what I was saying. Like people, it's, it, it, can be, it can be difficult for some people to kind of like not take things too personally. So of course, like get feedback because that always helps you. And, and also embrace rejection because you're gonna receive a lot of it. It's part of the game, you know, learn to deal with it. If you can't, then try something else. <laughs> Literally <laughs> like, though. Like, try something else. <laughs> like if you, can't, if you can't take rejection in, in dating, like it, there's no way you can be a, pro active, like a producer just trying to put themselves out there, you know? <laughs> Damn. Period. Yeah, period. Good advice. <laughs> <laughs> what are some things we can expect from you in 2021? Uh let's see. So probably more streams on Twitch. Um I just I did, love a good Twitch stream. Yeah. Yes. I did I just did a four-hour one um I think last Saturday. Wow. I might do that again sometime this year. I'm not making any promises about that though, because that was <laughs> exhausting, but whatever. Um, <laughs> uh, of, of course, new music, more music. Um, I'm working on a remix for one of my friends in New York. I've been just been working on that for a couple of weeks now and it should be almost finished. I just, I'm just waiting for some final feedback from him and the label. So hopefully I should be out sometime this year and um, I haven't done it before and I kind of made it a goal this year to do it, but I'm finally going to get me, hopefully I can finally finish and get a original vocal track out into the world. So with the original lyrics and everything. So I'm excited to get myself started with that. And hopefully I can knock that out this year. So. Ooh, that's, that's that's pretty much. Sounds like an exciting year. Yeah. All exciting. I'm pumped. Hopefully shows fucking come back. Oh, I know. Um, I was supposed to, I'm trying to go to Amsterdam in September. For, Us too. Um, we'll go with you. you. Okay, we'll go. We're down. <laughs> um, I know Armin, he's supposed to throw his, uh, his A State of Trance 1000 show uh, okay. to celebrate a thousand episodes of his radio show in September. But Oh my God. I've been wanting to go for like years, but I don't know how things are looking with the travel restrictions and stuff. So I'm kind of in on the mess right now. My sisters live in London and they were supposed to go to Amsterdam right before COVID and they had to cancel my trip or their oh, trip. No. They were so pissed. Oh, <laughs> no. I don't even know how you come back from that. <laughs> I um I was supposed to go to Miami that March that, that everything kind of shut down. Like I was literally on the phone. I was, all, it was in a group chat with like a bunch of my other friends and we were like planning all the pool parties we're gonna go to for for Miami Music Week, and oh. literally that I think it was the 
the Thursday we were supposed to leave, they started making the announcements that they're shutting down all travel. All the guys from Europe, they, 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 they blocked up the borders. They couldn't come over. And then we just, one by one, started seeing all the parties just getting shut down and no one could travel because, you know, COVID decided to be the biggest party pooper in the planet. <laughs> yeah, we were supposed to go to EDC for the first time, LOL. That must have sucked. Yeah, yeah I'm still not doing good. <laughs> I'm kidding, kind of. But we did get camping added to like a small bonus. That's not bad. Yeah. Like we had to put it off here, but now we don't have to leave the campsite. So That's pretty fucking sick. That's not bad at all. Okay. Let's get into some fun stuff. Yeah. So what it like... Okay, is I'm guessing trance is your favorite genre, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what else do you like? Um, I could be a bit all, all over the place. So I'm I'm into house. I like I sometimes like dubstep. Um, I've kind of grown out of it over the years, but a lot of my close friends are like like are like bass heads. Um, <laughs> I actually they actually dragged me to um, Dead Rocks. I think in 2015. <laughs> uh it was it was fun i did enjoy it i'm i, I, I do like zed's dead though so I, <laughs> that's I what i'm saying i told rachel i was like oh, i would go to zed's dead at red rocks would i would fun. go to zed's dead any day of the week they're like my only form of dubstep that i can hang with i like yeah. dirt monkey's my favorite dj known to man but i'm like the biggest bass head in the world or Wait, bass head house head is that, is that his name dirt monkeys yeah Dirt monkeys. That's a new you should one. check him out. You might hate him though, <laughs> but he's Maybe. fucking sick. I will DM. No, I will DM you after this. I will send you a set of his. Only thirty minutes, and it's good. Minutes. All right, a thirty-minute set from Dirt Monkeys. All right. <laughs> I didn't mean to say bass head. By the way, I am for sure not a bass head. I'm a house head. House head. Sure. We like. Yeah. God, who do I don't like? Oh man. <laughs> um chris lake night base is my shit so like ac slater, AC slater. blossom yeah. bijou honey and badger never is heard of name? honey and badger is that their name maybe i'm maybe i'm thinking of confessions with chami no um, i actually think you might be right now that i'm thinking about it okay i just kind of yeah. but yeah we love chami. chami we love mala, mala. mercer <laughs> Mercer. Mercer. Yeah. Yeah, he's sick. Mercer's so, amazing. So like what are like some of your favorite artists? Oh boy. Um <laughs> well, first and foremost, I just want to say that Andrew Bayer is Jesus. <laughs> there will be, be no one better than him. I, I'm, I'm kidding. But like I'm I'm a huge fan of Andrew Bayer. Um, of course, Above Me Yon is amazing. Um Matt Zoe is a mad scientist. Um who else do I like? Um, of course, Chami is amazing. Mercer is dope. Um, I'm trying to think, who else do I like? Armin. Um, trying to think. And I want to say, I guess Cascade. Yeah, Cascade. I've been a long. I've been a fan of his for like years. Cascade's a G forever. He's he's a G for sure. <laughs> what is your favorite thing to do when you're not making music? Hmm. Um, 
I I like watching movies. I've been getting into that. Thank you, Netflix. Um, I've been kind of catching up on old movies I haven't watched when I was like younger. Um, again, like I said, like I've been catching up also on old shows. Like I've been watching Hulu. I've been on I'm watching Power. Uh, I think that's Fifty Cent show. I've been mm -hmm. that's been like my obsession for the last like couple weeks. My little um, sister keeps telling me I need to watch it, so I you think need to watch it. I think yeah, I was about to say this is a sign. It. I need to watch I need it. To watch it. <laughs> I've never had a show like that would literally make me scream at the at the TV ever in my life. There's so many it like crazy plot twists and, and turns in that show. The writing is very very good. Okay, it's, I'm gonna start very, very it. And, have you yeah. ever seen How I Met Your Mother? I have. <laughs> That's my favorite show ever. I stopped watching after like season two. So I'm sorry. What the <laughs> fuck? Yeah, I don't think we're in. I don't like to scream at my TV. I like to chill. <laughs> I like to watch some funny stuff. I like funny stuff too. Um, but Obviously, like you don't. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Sorry. How I Met Your Mother's just Jesus. Oh, oh, that, oh, that's your Jesus. Okay. How did you feel about the uh, the very last episode? Stupid. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for that. Because <laughs> all my friends who watch that show just continually rant about that final episode. It's fucking awful, but it's fine. It was. Are you sure? <laughs> I'm like, stop talking about it. <laughs> um, but yeah, other than watching shows and stuff, uh, I, I've been trying to get myself into working out again. Uh, I mean, there's, there's there's no gyms open up by me, so I have to like resort to doing push-ups and <laughs> a couple weights that I have in my in my house. So I've been trying to get back get, get into like a good routine of getting into it like every day. So um, that's become a necessary hobby just so I don't get too fat. <laughs> you can do it. I just got back into mine. It's a bitch, but I'm so much. I'm a better person being a morning person. Are you not a morning person? No, you are. Oh, I am a morning person. I wake up and I work out in the morning. And so what I like to- What time do you wake up? Four? Five. How? <laughs> How? <laughs> How do you do that? Um, My alarm goes off. I wake up. I see that it's still pitch fucking black outside and i'm like why am i doing this again to myself and then i'm like think about how good you're gonna feel about this and i'm like again why am i doing this myself and then i contemplate life for about 10 more minutes and then i say three things i'm grateful for and then i finally get my ass out of bed and i go work out and then yeah isn't she just the healthiest little thing you've ever <laughs> met you yep. just like listed off your entire morning routine and I'm already inspired. <laughs> I'm like, I have chips and salsa for breakfast and the rest of my white claw from the night before. <laughs> <laughs> but go you guys for working out those I, I used to be, I used to hate on white claw for like the longest time until I actually like had a sip at my friend's house and I was like, okay. I, get it now. I think that's a sign that you need to go back and watch how i met your mother absolutely not. <laughs> that is not what that is Dang. <laughs> that just means i like white girl drinks also true respectfully of course it is a white girl drink we're over here drinking truly's what's a I truly 
Another form of seltzer. What the hell? Do you guys have alcohol in Jersey? <laughs> I'm not answering that. <laughs> I'm not answering that. That's, I please should try fish. them. <laughs> That's so funny. I'm a seltzer. I'm a seltzer noob, so I don't know anything about anything like that outside of like well. So okay. If you have, if you have recommendations, feel free to strip them over, and I'll I'll try them out. For sure. <laughs> I'll watch my figure. <laughs> okay this one wasn't even on the list but i just have a question so do you have any like favorite festival memories or like crazy festival memories or stories um i don't know why this was the first one that came to mind because this is just gonna show how nutty i was back when i was younger um and it's probably the reason why i've received so many nicknames in my lifetime but F it, right? So um, this was maybe a bit after uh, Electric Zoo 2015. I met like a bunch of people through Reddit, which is which is weird in itself, but- It's kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, so, to some people it's kind of weird because like really you meet people on Reddit, but um, they, they actually became like some of my, like my best friends. And um, we vibed so well that we were just like, yo, we should definitely do this again. So one of my friends who lives in Virginia, she was like, hey, like, Dash Berlin, he's playing at Echo Stage. Why don't you just come down here in December? So I was like, all right, bet. So me and like four other people, we just like drove down um, to DC, like a four hour drive. Excuse me. Um, two days before, um, she, my friend was like, hey, I have this funnel. And and I guess I've kind of developed the, the innocent persona. So we're just like, hey, I have this funnel here. We have this beer funnel. We're going to get Greg to drink out of the funnel. And I was like, no, no, no way. I'm not doing that. Absolutely not. There's no way I'm drinking out of a, of a plastic bong. There's, there's, I'm not doing that, right? So fast forward to the day of the show. You know, we're all hanging out, you know, drinking beers and peer gaming and all that stuff, right? So I'm about a few drinks in and I'm like already pretty, pretty lit at this point. Like one of my other friends, she was talking about how she has to like run out, run some guy off her stoop with a samurai sword. And, you know, I'm over on the side, like posing, like I got the samurai sword and like yelling, like you got a samurai sword. That's just how like pretty gone I was at this point. So five minutes later, this one of my other friends, friends, he comes over, has this pink bong in his, in his, in his hand. And I'm like, what is that? What are you doing with that? And it's like, you're going to drink it. I'm like, no, I'm not. And like three minutes later, I'm like, okay, fine, I'll do it. <laughs> as long as it's only monster, as long as only monster energy drink, I will bong and monster energy drink, but nothing else. So I'm already trying to like drink the bong and stuff. And I was like, Greg, 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 Greg. <laughs> I finished the bong, right? I look over and I'm like, wait, why is this monster still full? Come to find out, they actually took a bottle of Bacardi, like this blueberry flavored Bacardi, and they actually poured a red cup of Bacardi into the bong. So I'm thinking I'm just drinking um, like Monster. No, they gave me a whole bottle of like Bacardi, the, the, the bong straight up. So I'm like, oh, fucking shit. Are you kidding me? So we get to the cab, we go outside the hotel, we get in the cab. Um, at this point, I'm like just 
I'm gone at this point. <laughs> we walk in the echo stage. I don't even remember even handing the guy the ticket. I somehow end up inside. And the, 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 the only thing I remember from that night was me facing the stage and looking up and seeing like a bunch of lights on the stage. And then the next thing I remember, I wake up in my bed, my friend, he's in the next bed. I look over to him. I'm like, yo, what happened last night? He's like, bro, you don't remember? You blacked out last night. I'm like, what do you mean? I was like, bro, uh, uh, your boy, he had to carry you back to the hotel room. I'm like, are you kidding me? It's like, bro, like you, you missed the whole show. And I'm like, oh my God, dude, are you kidding me? And I'm still pretty <laughs> drunk at this point too. So I'm like, I run upstairs to like my friend's hotel room. I'm like jumping on the bed. I'm like, bro, what happened last night? And I was like, dude, you got wasted. We found you in the bathroom. I'm like, are you kidding me? He's like, yeah. I look in my wallet. My wallet is like empty. All I had is like my license and like a bunch of other stuff. All my, my key fobs from work is gone. So I have to go get like replacement stuff from work. Oh, um, and Yikes. <laughs> yeah. And then two days later, we go, oh, we're in a group chat. I'm more recovered at this point. Um, they were like, yo, check out this picture of Greg's dead. And they, they photoshopped me in the bed into like a coffin. It was like the, it was like the creepiest thing in the world. But everyone thought it was like, it was like the, like the funniest shit ever. And that's how I got the name Greg's dead. Cute. <laughs> that's a, such a wholesome and cute and like perfect story for a raver. Yeah. And, a, and less than alcohol poisoning, potentially. <laughs> it happens Damn. to the best of us. It really yeah. does. I didn't think it would happen to me, but hey, I, <laughs> I missed the entire concert time. because of that shit. <laughs> so that pink bomb gives me memories. This gives me nightmares to this day. So I don't, I will, every time I see one, I get triggered really hard. Yeah. You should stay away from those from now I on. I stay, I six feet, <laughs> six feet. I take At social least. distancing very seriously now. At least. Not playing. I'm <laughs> what would you like to see from the EDM community in 2021? You mean besides going to shows? Um, <laughs> For real. <That's, laughs> honestly. Uh, I think, I think, like I mentioned before, just just being more respectful and being open to communicating with people. As cheesy as it sounds, I think you know the whole concept of plur has just been thrown out the window and kicks and curb stomped and burned to the ground. And I think um, people care more about, you know, being popular and, you know, chasing trends and, you know, doing that stuff instead of just being just respectful and just, you know, caring for one another, you know? For real. So I think, I think people should spend more time learning how to do that again. Um, and um, I think a lot of other genres of music don't really, um, have respect for a lot of the older artists and a lot of the older generation of, of, of acts that came before them, right? So even if like, even today, like if you ask someone who's a bass head, like, hey, like, you know who Screaming Benga is? I'm pretty sure it's something, they won't even know who that is. You know what I mean? I think it's just that, that miss, that lack of education and understanding of like the people that came before you. Um, I kind of, I feel like it's kind of detrimental to, I think the advancement of, you know, the scene and stuff so you know 
just overall respect for each other and also just more of a willingness to educate um, yourself in terms of, you know, the music that came before you and stuff, so. Period. Yeah, Amazing. I mean, you got, we got time to do it now. Like, we're not going to shows, so. Yeah. <laughs> I know. We're all stuck at home for a little bit longer. Yeah. As much as I, I like to, I, again, like, I, I'm a, a bit of an introvert and I love to stay home and recharge and stuff, but I'm getting cool. Yeah, I'm trying to, I'm trying to go out. <laughs> yeah, same. I'm trying to go out again. Do you have any, like, New Year's resolutions or goals for the new year? Um, to make it to 2020 alive. I'm, I'm keeping, I'm keeping all of my expectations pretty low and I'm not trying to expect too much of myself because, you know, it's been, 2020 has been a pretty long year and yeah, I, I agree. 2021 is going to be pretty, just as long. So, um, you know, just to, you know, continue to work on my mental health and to keep producing and making music and, you know, just to try to be, become a better person even though I'm not going to be out into the world too much, you know, I could still spend the time now to kind of work on myself and to improve in areas that I feel I can improve on and stuff. And, you know, just continue to, and just continue to work to do that. So. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. We can all work on being better all the time. Period. <laughs> Never too uh, late, you know? Yeah, definitely not. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Plug yourself. Where can people find you? Um, I am on SoundCloud, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, um, <laughs> almost at almost every social media outlet at Apollo Nash Music. Um, so yeah, check me out. I'm, I'm usually on Twitter most of the time, just ranting and stuff. But I'm pretty much going to be. <laughs> I'm going to go look so. now. Yeah, but, um but yeah just check me out on facebook soundcloud twitter instagram at apollo nash music so and spotify perfect well we will definitely drop some links and make sure that you guys check him out and we will be right back apollo stay where you are Alrighty, guys thank you so much for listening to this week's episode Thank you so much, Apollo Nash. This was actually my favorite episode um, of the whole month. But before we wanted to leave you guys, we just wanted to let you know our three songs of the week. Yeah, so in honor of our guest, we have Lone Warrior, my first song by Apollo Nash. My second song is going to be Envious by Aluna. And my last song is going to be Through Your Mind by Bass Boy. Wow. Um, yeah, so I guess I'm fake as fuck and I didn't choose one of Apollo's songs and I definitely should have done that. I didn't even think about it. <laughs> the three songs of the week that I decided to go with was, which is so funny because I added this to Jordan and I's playlist and she was like, fuck no, delete it, kind of. <laughs> I chose Bass Down Low by Dev. <laughs> And Jordan had a, had a cheer dance to the song, so it's kind of triggering, and I'm really sorry. It reminds you freshman year of high school. <laughs> um, the next song and the most important song, I Will Survive by Gloria Gaynor. Oh my fucking God. Not only is she black, so we're shedding light, but dude, this song is fucking amazing. And I forgot about it, but it came up like while I was 
at work the other day and I was like yes <laughs> I felt like I was on Shrek and the last one I went with was Levitating by Dua Lipa and Baby, I think or maybe Little Baby I don't know I just found out that there are different people yeah I didn't know but that song is such a bob so those are my <laughs> love to see it (laughs) except yours trigger me so i don't know if i'm gonna go be listening to your songs of the week but definitely go check out our guest apollo nash check out all of our black creators and artists and small businesses that we've been posting on the instagram and we'll continue to do that as we're halfway through black history month wow Time's flying when you're having fun. Wow. That's crazy because it feels so early. Like February 14th is like at the beginning of the month. And it's Valentine's Day. But now it's like February 16th. And March is tomorrow. (laughs) I'm going to blink. And yeah. It'll be March. So if you want to listen to more of the podcast, it's available on all major streaming platforms, but you can find us on Spotify, Anchor, Breaker, Google Podcasts, and more. Share, send this to a friend you think should listen. Send someone you think needs a new podcast recommendation. (laughs) If you guys want to see more of our faces, the Instagram's going to be at the Not Your Normal cast. Twitter's always going to be at Not Your Normal my socials on everything is going to be at physiology my socials are going to be jordy christina with two a's at the end and yeah that's the end of this week's episode continue to support black creators and as always go be your not normal self and we will see you next thursday peace